resurrection. The rulers, elders, and scribes assembled in Jerusalem with Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and all who were of the high priestly family. When they had made the prisoners stand in their midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are questioned today because of a good deed done to someone who was sick, and are asked that this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that this man is standing before you in good health by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders. It has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, where there is no other name under heaven given among mortals by which we must be saved. Here with the Spirit to say to the church.
reading from the first letter of John. We know love by this, and he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. How does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses help? Little children, let us love not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. <laughs> Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God. And we receive from him whatever we ask, because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. All who obey his commandments abide in him, and he in them. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit that he has given us.
I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. The Gospel of the Lord. In Jesus' time, sheep were actually a vital and 
primary part of the local economy. They provided wool for clothes, milk for drinking, and ultimately they provided meat, protein, that sustained people. You might say that they were a symbol of God's life, of God's abundance, and indeed of God's very sustenance for us. So we might think that uh, perhaps Jesus compared us to sheep not because he expects us to be stupid, but rather because we are valuable, and because he expects us to be a source of life and sustenance to one another. And Jesus' sheep follow him not because he is a sergeant, not because he's a drill sergeant, not mindlessly, but rather in the context of a relationship. The presence of a good shepherd is never threatened. In fact, it's just the opposite. A good shepherd wants her sheep to trust her, not to fear her. The good shepherd is the one who extends radical hospitality to the sheep. He protects them against all dangers, even as Jesus says of laying down his life for the sheep. He wants us to see him, to know him, to know and to trust his voice. Now I have to say I've always been uncomfortable with the usually jesting references people sometimes make in my presence when they learn that I'm a priest. They sort of nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you and your flock, right? Subtext always feels pretty paternalistic. Right? What do they know about me and my flock? Right? What do they know about you and about us? It just seems kind of well, paternalistic. So I'd like to reverse this image a bit as I reflect for just a moment on the time that we spent together in nearly a year and to say that as much as it may be true that priests preach and teach and pass their flocks, so to speak, flocks, so to speak, I think it needs to be said that the reverse is also true. So for me, I want to say that you have been a very excellent shepherd for this particular sheep. In more ways than you can know, you have helped me to lie down in green pastures and led me beside still waters. And God knows you have time and time again revived my soul. Your faithfulness has guided me along right pathways. For God's name, and with you I have feared no evil. You have comforted me. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup has run over. I will carry your goodness and mercy with me all the days of my life. <coughs> and in fact, of course, we are all part of the same flock, are we not? With the same good shepherd who loves and protects and guides us, who teaches us again and again that we are to do the same for one another. We are reminded in this imagery that we do not travel this road alone. With our teenage brothers and sisters in Christ, we may not like the idea of being herded like cats or following the crowd. We are reminded Christian life is in fact a 
communal endeavor. It's communal both in the here and now, in time and space, and beyond time and space, in the communion of saints that last forever and ever. And for that, I am grateful to God.
And for Ivan, Maureen, Judy, Janet, Spencer, and Gail, our priest associates. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. I ask your prayers for Barack, our president, and Jamal, our governor. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. We pray especially for Stephen, Patty, Will, Richard, Rita, Rihanna, Kathy, Arlene, Mary, Emily, Maura, Bridget, Ken, Dawn, Caroline, Craig, Peter, Polly, Chuck, John, Lila, Mary, Malini, William, Peter, Leslie, Bob, Willie, Nikki, Norman, Taylor, Roger, Derek, Liz. Those without jobs and those serving in the military. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. We pray for the repose of the souls of Jack Roberts and Elliot Gruber by their mothers. Give light to the departed, eternal rest. We pray for your sake to enter into joy. Let us pray for our own needs and for those of others. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
still in the class. But I would be in the uh, link to have the board to uh, sign you up today if you would like. And there's more information there that I'll be able to give you at that time. Thank you.